0: Welcome back to The Give and Go. I'm your co-host, Reynoso, here with my boy, Soltero. What is up, guys? For the past month that we've been doing these deep dives, for a good majority of every single upload that we have put up on YouTube, there has been a Serbian fan (laughs) commenting on every video saying... (laughs) Day two, waiting for Serbia. Day five, day 400, day (laughs) 1,312. I don't remember his username at the moment, and I do apologize, but I know he's watching this right now. Mm -hmm. Shout out to that guy for being so loyal to the give and go, and shout out to him especially because his time has arrived. We're going to be talking about Serbia, man. Serbia, who is making their 13th appearance. 13th! In the World Cup, back when they were formerly known as Yugoslavia, they made an appearance in the first original World Cup in 1930. Oh, and they actually made it to the semifinals. Semifinals. And
1: Yugoslavia they, was in Uruguay, 1930.
0: Yes, yes. Wow. And they lost to Uruguay 6-1 to one in that semifinal. <laughs> shit. I think both semifinals ended 6-1, to one, which okay. is crazy. 1962 was their next most impressive showing, getting fourth place, where they ended up losing to Czechoslovakia in the semifinal. Since then, though, they made a couple quarterfinal appearances, round of 16 exits, mm. but they were a part of this tournament pretty, pretty commonly. You look at what they've been able to achieve in the modern era, and that's where it gets a little disappointing. Yes, yeah. they've been able to qualify, but every single time they qualified post-2006, they've always had a group stage exit. Never been able to make it out. Taking that in mind, 2022 comes, and they're looking for something new, something fresh, and fresh it has been bro because they have a new rejuvenated squad that is considered possibly one of the greatest serbian sides that we've seen so far this team qualified first in group a of the wefa qualification cycle six wins two draws zero losses man 20 points total and who could forget that monumentous game against portugal where they beat them on the last match day to overcome them and get that first place spot it is because of them that Portugal had to go through the playoff path, thus giving Serbia an automatic qualification to the World Cup where they got drawn into essentially the same group they were in four years ago. Group G with Brazil, Switzerland, and newcomers Cameroon. So the question still stands for Serbia. Will they be able to avenge their past demons and do something notable in the modern era of football on the international stage? They've had their chances, but they've just always fallen short. 2022 could be their chance to do something truly special.
1: Before I get into that, I think Sergei Milinkovic Savic was recently interviewed, and they asked him like, "Are you excited to reface Brazil and Switzerland here four years later?" What do you say? And he was just like, "Not really. I'm kind of disappointed that we're playing the same teams. Wow. Because and it makes sense. Like wow. even as a fan, if I was if I was Serbian, I'd be so excited about the draw. I'd be like, Who are we gonna get this year?" What's our path gonna be like? And then to get basically (laughs) the same group, is like deja vu. (laughs) It's like you didn't even have the excitement of a World Cup draw, because you're playing the same goddamn teams. So yeah, I completely get it. He ended it on a more positive note, saying that it at least gives them a chance of direct redemption. The ability to, as you said, they didn't get out of the group, but now they have the ability to maybe face those demons, slay them, possibly make a knockout stage appearance. And when I do look at this Serbian side, man, how can you not get excited, dude? If if they were like a UFC fighter, they'd be only striking. This team has so many (laughs) offensive weapons, but they're all so direct. Every single player out on that pitch that plays in an advanced position are all killers, man. Ruthless in front of goal. Assassins, exactly. Either ruthless in front of goal or... Absolutely clinical off the pass or dribble penetration. So, this Serbian side has so much to offer offensively. It gets interesting though when you look at maybe their back line or who their goalkeeper is. So, from a defensive perspective, maybe you can see a little bit of shortage quality wise. But, dude, their offense actually might outweigh the shortcomings of their defense. And I think that's why it makes Serbia so interesting to analyze because. Usually, when you think of a competitive team, it's because they're very complete. It's because they have a solid midfield, a reliable back line, and true weapons up top. But Serbia is very top-heavy, in my opinion. And that's not to say that their centre-backs aren't good, because they are good quality mm-hmm. playing in Europe and starting for their respective clubs. It's not to say that. But the Serbian side clearly is good at one thing, and that's just being very offensive. And I actually think some of those shortcomings can actually be seen recently. Dude, they didn't qualify for the Euros. And that's slightly concerning because you'd think a team that finally made it to a World Cup in 2018 after a slight little drought, you'd think, all right, build off of what you have, use that core and try to have some sort of progression, especially if it's only over a four year span, but they didn't make it. So it gets interesting and I think it kind of shows you what the Serbian squad is all about. On their day, they can beat Portugal. Right, yes. They can beat yes. anybody and in flying style too. But I think also on their off days, they cannot qualify for a major tournament. <laughs> and that, that, that gets a little concerning. Yeah. And that's another thing is that after a poor Euro showing, they ended up getting a new coach. And I think he's done well though. He's done really well to get a more consistent 11 from the Serbian side, maybe actually cast aside a little bit of the veterans, because for the most part, the Serbian side is either in their prime or pretty young, couple of veterans in the squad, but that is about it. But again, I really like the consistency of the 11 that this coach specifically has gone with over these last two years in his qualification cycle, and I think it's really helped. But Besides all that, you have a couple of players in different positions throughout the pitch that are just in bang-on form, brother. And I think that actually might be the X factor as to whether Serbia have a good or bad World Cup. Yeah,
0: so far to date, they're one of the teams that hasn't released their official call-ups yet mm. so that's still in question hopefully by the time this video is out it'll be it'll be known but we'll be highlighting players that we think will probably be starting for the serbian national team i want to start with probably one of the most prominent players for the serbian national team the best potentially midfielder in serie a his name is Milanković savić yeah. who plays for lazio and this dude has been putting up numbers for years i'm actually truly surprised how he How he hasn't moved to a bigger club. It's almost like he he, he wants that. Like he wants to be a Lazio in fair play, bro, because he is a star there an absolute star. He's able to be very clinical in front of goal, but he's also able to service his players very well. He's a dual type of midfielder that can basically do it all, man. This team has such a crazy offensive engine, man. You got Milinkovic Savic just, just <laughs> rotating those engines, bro. <laughs> those just working in. That's, this dude is
1: reckless, recklessly dangerous in front of goal, man. Yeah, I mentioned the word consistency about this Serbian squad going into 2022. And I think the clear inclusion and reliance on Sergei Milinkovic-Savic as being the holding midfielder for the Serbian side is the perfect example of that. Back in 2018, Milinkovic-Savic did get called up, but he wasn't a part of the qualification cycle. He had just finished popping off for Lazio in basically his first year in the Serie A, where he had an incredible rookie season. And then because of that singular performance, he ended up getting called up to the Serbian squad for the World Cup, but he was new. He hadn't had the time to build a true chemist with the rest of the Serbian players. But now, over these last four years, specifically these past two years, Milinkovic Savic and a couple of other players have finally had the consistency to play together for the Serbian national side. And I think that's going to make a world-world of difference man and especially in the group where it's the same goddamn teams the serbian side is not going to be pushed around and they have milinkovic savage to sit right in the middle of this midfield mm-hmm. and basically be the orchestrator he's going to direct this team from a defensive perspective first and then he's going to push the ball forward so you have that in milinkovic savage and that's going to be incredible for the serbian side but right alongside him you've got Fluid midfielder, specifically, and I think Sasha Lukic is going to start alongside him. A very good, creative midfielder, fluid on the ball, but more specifically, I mean, the one and only Dusan Taric will be right alongside him on that left side, but he's going to be playing such a fun role for Serbia because he's going to be occupying a roaming number 10 position. Mm-hmm. A true 10, in the sense that he can come deep, get the ball, start playing little combination one-twos with his midfield. And the thing is, he can do that because Lukic and Milinkovic-Savic are so technical. And then from there, maybe they can build up and start with a slow build of a play. Or he could make deep runs into the box looking for a ball from Milinkovic-Savic to actually finish off the play and score. Tadic is a true 10. And the thing is, in a, such a young, youthful squad, or at least a squad that is mainly in their prime, Tadic is going to provide a little bit of veteran experience. Yes, bro. Do man. Do son
0: That's a... That's a name that has weight right yeah. there. The Serbian godfather, bro. <laughs> yeah. This man, there was yeah. a time where he was matching Messi's numbers in terms of, I believe it was either goal contributions or assists. Obviously in a completely different league. Right, I mean, right, honest, right, right. But right. regardless, but still. bro, still, if I did that in my Sunday league, <laughs> even then I'd be impressed, man. You'd be on a high constantly. Dusan Tadic is one of the clinical playmakers for this team, man, and it's so good to see him now be surrounded by just star-studded talent, man, because this dude has been a baller for years, bro. He's been at IX for a long time now, being a part of that team that made that super crazy semifinal run and throughout that whole run, bro, he was incredible, man. Planner, leadership, veteran type of role, even then so that was a while back now and we're talking about a team now that will be looking to a guy like Dusan Tadic to be that leader and be that vet and yeah. it actually reminds me of a point that I want to make about Serbia is where I actually I see a lot of similarities with Serbia 2022 and Croatia 2018 because Ooh. when you talk about the top level talent there's like five players on this team that are truly ballers. Yeah. superstars, some of the best players on their own respective teams. And that's the same thing for Croatia, man, with Mandzukic, Modric, Perisic, Brozovic, and Lavrin as well. You had a good amount of names on this team that just... Stood out, and I think the same is for Serbia, bro. You got Dusan Tadic, Milinkovic Savic. Yeah. We'll go on and mention Kostic, Vlahovic, Damn. Mitrovic, bro. Jesus. These names are crazy. That's what I'm saying, but dude. likewise, you also have filler players, players that can step in and just do their role, do what is needed. That's exactly what Croatia did in order to
1: succeed. I almost see a very similar path here. Absolutely. And joining Dalic in a kind of creative role going forward for the Serbian offense, I kind of want to look to these wingbacks because Serbian coach has mainly been going with three at the back, two wingbacks, three midfielders, and two up top. Maybe he even goes with one up top and puts in another midfielder, but we'll get to that in a second. I want to talk about the wingbacks, man, because as you said, there are so many players who are in incredible form, and one of those is one you just said, Filip. Kostic, man. Obviously, just coming off a, a Europa League final win with Eintracht Frankfurt last season, getting that big move to Juventus this season. But talk about timely performances and really coming into his own through his own individual career. Dude, Philip Kostic has been popping off these last four years. He's been averaging 11 assists from a wing back oh position, dude. Oh my Isn't God. that crazy? Wow. That is like that that is wow. elite top quality attacking midfielder numbers. Yeah. I yeah. I always say if you get more than 10 assists in one singular season, you are an elite playmaker. Kostic averages those numbers from a wing back position. Wow. He has a whip as a left foot. And I think he's going to go off for Serbia at this World Cup. And even though Juve themselves have had a weird season, he still already has five assists.
0: What? Yeah. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah, exactly. So Kostic himself... Just is so, is so much of a baller that he's going to provide no matter what. So regardless of Juve's form, Kostic is in the form of his life. And I really do think of him as a yeah, crucial man. piece to Serbia's offense. With his whip and everything, bro. Yeah. the Indiana Jones of the World Cup, man. He's <laughs> got to have it all. And he's going to be sending in some
0: flying balls. But, dude, to be paired up with Tadic, Milinkovic, Savic, Lukic, and Jivkovic, that's an insane midfield plus wingback combination to have, man. Dude, Honestly, one of, one of the better ones at the international level. Level, bro. Yeah. And what's so dope is that I feel like for the past, I don't know, you could say decade, Serbia has really lacked in the forward positions, man. There was a time where Luka Jovic was set to be the next man up for Serbia. That's true. And it never played out for him, man. Never truly wow. did. Other players have stepped up. Vlahovic doing wonders at Fiorentina, bro. When I saw that he scored over 20 goals for a Fiorentina team, I was like, this kid has to be a different level because 20 goals for specifically Fiorentina, bro. How are you generating that many opportunities, man? Yeah, my God, at such a young age, too, getting bought by Juventus as well. He's continued that pace, man. He's shown that when he does have good service, he can be that guy up there for you. He's such a good talent. And then, likewise, joining him, I have Mitrovic from Fulham, who. He himself has gone through a crazy rise, man. He is crazy. He went off in the championship, Mm -hmm. scoring what, like 30 plus goals, I think, or some shit. He shows up to the Premier League, and obviously, everybody puts that same mark on every single championship player that scores double digit goals. You always assume, ah, you won't be able to do it in the Prem. The Prem is going to be able to stop you. It's way too physical, it's way too demanding. The thing is, for Mitrovic and his offensive traits, that's exactly what he needs to thrive. And thrive he has done, bro. This dude is a baller because he's able to show up in some big games, man, against Liverpool, against Man City, against Man United, Tottenham. It doesn't matter what the opponent is. He can find a way to score, man. And he's so deadly about it. He's got this Serbian sauce to him, bro. And it shows every single week. These two players up front, if they have the proper service, which... I do think they will. Got
1: Kostic on one side, Tavic (laughs) underneath, Zivkovic on the other. I think they can
0: generate some incredible
1: highlights, bro. This is a highlight reel of a team right here. That's what I'm saying. This is a knockout type of team. They're going for the knockout. They're they're killers from every side of the pitch. For me, the current form of these Serbian strikers is why I low-key have Serbia as one of the more deadlier sides at this World Cup. If they if they had like an average striker like most of these World Cup teams do, I don't even know if I would rate Serbia yeah. as high because yeah. I would just see them as a creative team that maybe just can't finish their chances. But you have, in Alexander Mitrovic, one of the deadliest, most clinical strikers right now in Europe, scoring nine goals, third right now in the Premier League underneath Harry Kane and obviously Erling Holland. but... Dude, Mitrovic is dominating in the Prem. And I'll I'll be honest. I'm one of those people that actually did not think Mm, he could do it in the Prem. Shame Uh, on you. Shame on me. No, shame (laughs) on me. (laughs) Absolutely. Because the thing is, Mitrovic has played in the Premier League for Fulham before. Fulham obviously bouncing back and forth between the championship and the Prem. When I saw him earlier, I was like, okay, he's a good striker, but Max, he's scoring 10 goals. He did it before, so I was like, "Ah, there's just no way he can take that crazy form from last year and translate to to the prem. I just did not think he could do it, but my God, was I wrong! Holy shit, you already said it. He's got that Serbian sauce. He's got that true aggression. He wants the ball more so than anybody else out on that pitch. And that's honestly a trait you cannot coach. And the fact that his form is actually living up to that, ridiculous for the Serbian side. Absolutely ridiculous. And then you still have Dusan Vlahovic. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Spoiled, bro. They're spoiled Spoiled offensively. Spoiled offensively, dude. 22 years of age, isn't even in his physical prime yet. He's like a sophomore player, essentially, Mm -hmm, in Italy, mm -hmm. and he's already flying high. And similar to Filip Kostic, even though Juve are having a weird season, out of like 13 or 14 appearances, Vlahovic already has six goals. So almost scoring 50% goal-scoring ratio for a weird Juve. That passes a Saltero it, test. It really does. Yeah. It, it absolutely <laughs> passes my test. So regardless of Juve's foreman, these Serbians have taken it upon themselves to just rise above and at least keep themselves statistically relevant. So this Serbian side has so many options going forward, but not even just on paper. The, the mathematics, the, the, the probability, it's all looking really promising for Serbia.
0: The Serbian sauce, man. I want to pose a question to the viewers any serbian viewers out there i would love to know what other options does serbia have offensively for depth who could maybe come off the bench Who could surprise or who's a player that we haven't named that you think could really pop off for serbia so defensively i think is where they have a bit of like you said shortcomings it doesn't match the elite truly elite quality of their offense man yeah. uh, they have a couple players here and I'm, I'll say some names Pavlovich, Mitrovic as well we we got two players defensively that have the same name as two players offensively, offensively yes Mitrovic is one of them Milinkovic and then The goalkeeper, Milinkovic Savic. Yes. exact same combo last name. Yeah, man. (laughs) What's going on up there in Serbia? But Mitrovic is over at Getafe right now, and some of these other guys aren't really at the best clubs. It is a drop in quality when you compare it to their offense. Is there enough solidity back there to be able to handle the pressure they're going to receive from when that offense isn't able to deliver for them? And they're going to be asked questions for sure against a team like Brazil, bro, or even a team like Switzerland, man. Cameroon, they're all offense, man. That's all they're banking on. So they're going to have to answer questions defensively about if they can handle themselves in these really tough moments. Could it be a situation where internationally they can just pop off, bro, and really come through for this team? Because if the defense shows up for Serbia and if they are able to perform at the same level that the offense performs, this is a complete team.
1: Yep. And this is a team that is going to find a way to get out of that group. Yeah, there's a definite gap in quality when you compare the offense to the defense. 100% agree. But this is where I think that chemistry comes into play. I said at the beginning, the big thing that I've really liked about this new coach is that he's tried to pick a tight 11 over these last two years in this 2022 World Cup qualification cycle. And I think that's actually really helped. Yes, he's rotated some of his center backs, but it's because they're all playing pretty much at the same level with mid-tier European clubs. So why not? See who fits in well, or maybe better with each other. And then from there, you can pick your best, your three best center backs and have a good backup in a fourth or 5th option if you need to. So yes, they do not match up quality-wise to their insane offense, but I do think there's a good chemistry that has been built with this back line. And again, they still play in good leagues. As you said, La Liga or even the Serie A, for example. So they may not be with the best clubs like their, like their offensive talents are, but they're still starting in big European leagues. And then going back to the goalkeeper situation with Milinkovic-Savic, it's kind of a similar thing. Plays in Serie A for Torino, a solid team in Italy, has been solid for years, and Milikovic-Savic is a solid, sound goalkeeper. It is funny, though, because the backup, Marco Dimitrovic, man, I thought he was going to be the next big goalkeeper out of Spain. Low-key similar to Jan Oblak.
0: What? Yeah, when he he
1: was playing at A-bar, and he was an incredible shot-stopper, dude. And the thing is, he really shined because, you know, Abar got shot at a lot. <laughs> a lot, bro. That defense was not good. So Dimitrovic was just getting shot at like 20, 30 times a game, bro. So it's a miracle that Abar honestly only conceded a couple goals a yeah, game, for real. but it's because of Dimitrovic. And I thought he was going to be the next big goalkeeper and he did get a big move to Sevilla. Unfortunately, he just couldn't break into that number one position ahead of Morocco's Yassine Bono. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, and Bono, the thing is, it makes sense, especially with goalkeeper politics. Bono <laughs> has been the number one for Sevilla for several years now, so it's hard to come in and just take it from a guy like that. It would only make sense if like Bono was old or he was already being shifted out, but he wasn't. So it's interesting that Sevilla got Dimitrovic, and it's interesting that Dimitrovic agreed to go there, knowing he wouldn't be the number one. Because prior to that, he was actually starting for Serbia, but he's barely played this season because because of Bono, and because of that milinkovic Savage has become the new number one for Serbia. I don't think it's going to be a point of Serbia going to be successful or not, this goalkeeping decision. Yeah. I don't think so whatsoever. I just think it's interesting what has happened with Dimitrovic. It's almost like he made the wrong career move. Yeah, low-key. It
0: ended up affecting his national team presence too. Yeah, man. Might have got it
1: wrong. Maybe like a... Like a Zach Stefan situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Serbian version. (laughs) Shit,
0: man. So that rounds out this Serbian team, man, that is full of so many talented players. And I do think that they're going to be surprising to a lot of people because I, I still think people approach the Serbian team as the teams of the past. But... This is far different from what used to exist for this squad, man. It is completely different. The talents on this team are fucking dope, bro. Dope. This is a fee- I would love to play with this team on FIFA, man. We should do that after this, bro. We should do with that after this shoot. We should play with Serbia, bro. The group they're in makes me, man. It makes me nervous. It makes me nervous for Serbia because they're drawn against me. basically, in my opinion, a better version of them in Brazil. Yeah. For all the offensive prowess that Serbia has, it's more proven. For a team like Brazil, man. Yeah, it is. To add to that, Brazil, in my opinion, has a better defense, too. A defense that is just as world-class as their offense. Yeah. Switzerland is very even, in my opinion, to what Serbia is kind of shaping up to be at this World Cup in terms of their trajectory and their path, but also just emotionally, man. The, the, the progression they've gone on these past few years, it's amounting to something for both these teams. So it's like, who's going to... Who's gonna be the one that gets it man or or is it gonna be a situation where they both end up being rewarded for what they've been able to do these past few years group g is going to be fascinating to watch most underrated group the most underrated group for sure for sure i have brazil serbia and switzerland making it out (laughs) 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 i I just can't bro i can't i can't i I said source i said i won't i I chose switzerland and the other team preview and I'm, I'm just as confident that Serbia's getting out as well, bro. Yep. Just as confident. And Brazil, they're definitely getting yeah, out, Yeah,
1: Brazil. Man. Yeah, absolutely. I,
0: that's all I can give you guys. <laughs> I really do think really th- I can't give you a, a proper prediction, bro, because this is crazy. Nah, man, I got them making it out of the group somehow. No, yeah. I have Switzerland, Brazil, and Serbia making it out of the group somehow. They'll figure it out. They'll figure themselves,
1: it out. But that's what I got. Bro. <laughs> Dude, that game between Serbia and Switzerland might dictate who gets that second spot and oh gets out of that group, that, that game's going to be, oh my that game God. might get ugly. Dude, I haven't thought about that. That game dude. might get really ugly, man. And to top it all off, they play each other on the last match day. Oh, my God. Everything on both sides might be built to where whoever wins that game will be rewarded with a knockout stage appearance. Yeah, dude, because, I mean, let's say they
0: both lose to Brazil. Let's but say that. Th- but then they both beat Cameroon.
1: Let's also say that.
0: They're tied going into oh, literally the last game of the group stage. Yeah. Maybe they can do like a protest or something and like <laughs> get some sort of waiver that allows them to both go in as well with, with Brazil. I'm telling you, man, the, the three-team qualification might be a real thing, bro. And Brazil signs
1: it too because they're like, damn, they play good against us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, man, what if Brazil doesn't get out? What I, if? I can't, I
0: can't consider that. They're my champions. I picked them as my champion. I can't.
1: That's fair. I, I, okay that's fair but what if brazil don't get out <laughs> <laughs> all right fine yeah, yeah. What, hey, if, what if what if what if switzerland and serbia just take it to them or 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 or, or and i, I can i think we said it in our switzerland switzerland take what if cameroon as you already said have shown reason to surprise yes. what if they place big spoilers in this group maybe low-key like a korea did to germany yes. four years ago yes they absolutely could man who they end up spoiling, I, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I'm telling you, this is one of the biggest groups I'm going to be looking at as far as like excitement yeah. and true genuine interest. The most underrated group at the World Cup. I am so excited to see what happens. My prediction, it, it's it's like yours. I, I have Serbia getting out of this group. The talent is too much for them to not get out. And their form has also dictated that they know how to win. They have the killers up front to beat any team on the day. This is a really good team, man. And for them to not go to the round of 16 would be insane. I I have Serbia getting out of this group. And that is Serbia, folks. Thank you guys for
0: watching. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe because we only have two deep dives left from here right now. France and Croatia remain. We'll get those uploads soon. But for now, make sure to comment, like, and subscribe to stay updated with us as we continue releasing these World Cup deep dives. The World Cup is right around the corner, and I cannot wait. We'll see you guys soon. Peace.
1: Thank you.